This episode brought to you by Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash horror version for 30 days free in a book to get you started for your book recommendation, Mikey. Thank you, everyone. You're welcome, Mikey. (laughs) All right. The book is Band of Brothers. I love that HBO series. Well, it's based on a book a historian named Stephen Ambrose wrote. It's very awesome. I read it in high school. Is it as good as the series? Yeah, the series is one of no, the best. No, it's not. Best. I love that series. Yeah, yeah it's one it's of good. the... I mean, honestly, it the book would have to be amazing. So guys, check out Band of Brothers, written by... Stephen Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like you were a historian. <laughs> and check out the HBO series. It's really good. Yeah, it is Yeah. Good. This episode also brought to you by... Nick, Nick, B. B. Nick B. Hey, Nick B. Fun fact about Nick B. He's been banned from the second level of those red buses. What? Oh, really? Yeah, he was what was spitting he doing? on people. Yeah. Was he throwing crisps? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was throwing crisps. Technically, he oh was throwing crisps. They were out of his mouth as he spit them. Oh, Gross. That's, oh even oh. worse. Nick B, Nick. wait. Aren't the bad facts supposed to be about John? I mean, he was spitting it on people I didn't like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Touche. Right, well Fun fact about John, he spits it on people I do like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got a real fact about John. Uh-oh, here we go. Hey, this episode also brought to you by John. John. Hey John, John, listen up, listeners. <laughs> Let me tell you the truth about John. Oh my God, Jeez. he never turns time. his phone on silent. John, and he's got the clicks on his on his texting. Oh my goodness! So like, you'll just be someone you're like, click, 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 I hate click, that. Click, 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 click. Mm-hmm. I hate that so much. That's John. Yeah, he just has to let you know that he's important enough to be talking. Stop to Stop it with the haptic feedback. <laughs> we get it, bro. You got a text. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Woo! We get it. Your mom needs you to pick up milk on your way home. <laughs> but mom, I don't want you. <laughs> I just want to say I love John a little bit. I do too, John. Yeah. We love you. Clicks and all. Guys, <laughs> player three has entered the game. Uh-oh. That's this right. episode also brought to you by, I'm so excited, Rebecca. 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 It's a lady. Rebecca, we need your Woo-hoo. feedback. Do you want positive facts or negative facts? We're going to do or, one of each. Okay, soft pitch. Should Mikey throw her a pickup line every time? Oh, yeah. Mm. I, th- <laughs> okay. I love that Mikey is on board for this. How about Mikey throws the pickup line and I'll give you a rejection line, Rebecca. I actually <laughs> sort of think that's fair. And and that's honestly, her. Mikey, I think it's who... fair because that's what would happen. That's not true. <laughs> Ask your mother. Whoa! Oh! I mean, I, I could call her right now. Click, 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 so click, 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 click. could I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. So could I. That was fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Holy uh, shit. All right. Uh, no, but Rebecca, mm. what kind of facts do you want our pickup lines? I'm open mm. to anything. Yeah. Hey, Rebecca, thank you so much for thank joining you, yeah. the party. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining the Burn It Down level. Maybe we should stop pseudo flirting with Rebecca and bringing that theme music. <laughs> yeah. Rebecca, Rebecca, would you like to bring the theme music in? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, guys. Here you go. Oh, she might not sound like that. She might not. She might not. Are you sure this isn't porn? No, this is like real good. And, uh, that doesn't yeah, mean are it's you not sure porn? this isn't porn? Elizabeth, she's in it. Okay, no, no. Welcome to the horror version, everybody. I'm Jim. Oh, I'm uh, Mikey. <laughs> and I'm your horror version, Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, and you guys make me watch them, and then we discuss. Yeah. And this week, you guys made me watch the horror movie Overlord. Yes, I love it. I was so excited. I remember when you watched this movie, mm-hmm. you went with the Podfather. Uh-huh. We were going to go and like when you've got kids, we like we had babysitting so we were going to go to dinner on a movie. Nice. We had to like choose, like we can only go to a movie like maybe once or a month or so so we have to really choose which one. And you honed in on Overlord? Okay, we were 
either going to go see Overlord or we were going to see the new Suspiria remake. Oh, you chose oh. right. You chose I right. definitely you, think we chose right. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I did like the Suspiria remake, but this movie was so much fun to see in theaters. We both loved it. This is my first time seeing it. Mikey, mm. it was your second time, right? Yeah, I saw it in theaters too. Okay. So I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it tonight and it, there were some very, very scary parts for me. Mm. And honestly, I don't normally get like grossed out by like body horror, but I really get I, I really got grossed out by quite a few scenes in this. Man. Yeah, you do get grossed out by body horror. Not as much like I you like, almost threw the pro- up in the thing. Yeah. Okay. That's well, true. see, and I usually get super grossed out by body yeah. horror, but I really liked this. So for some reason, it just worked for me. From the moment that guy threw up on the plane, I was mm, yeah. I, I was in throw up mode for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it was rough. Did you like it? Uh you know, it felt like a video game. It felt like I was playing Wolfenstein, and I always play those games up until supernatural shit starts happening, and then I have. <laughs> to stop because it, I love killing Nazis but I get scared by zombies so mm. I usually just like back away slowly You're from like, the game. Nazis, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Ghost Nazis, peace mm. out. I am out. No joke. Anything like supernatural and scary in a video game, I'm out. So we all agree that this movie was amazing. I wouldn't say it was amazing. I definitely sort of understand why it didn't do stuff. great and we'll talk about how it did when we do box office but mm. I do feel like they went after a market for like World War II and horror mm-hmm. and it's a very small like number of people that would like both of those things mm-hmm. so See? it's not yeah, yeah I don't think it's but a bad movie. But they nailed it like right in the middle it of that did. I don't think it's a bad movie. Oh, yeah. I think if that's what they were going for nailed it uh-huh. and if you like those things you'll love it. I don't like the horror part of it but mm-hmm. I sort of like the movie because the yeah. World War II shit was cool and, and it was a like a cool action. take on it. Yeah it's mm-hmm. a lot of cool action and it was a cool take on sort of a zombie slash monster math movie. Yeah. So I, uh, the, I saw this movie with Chris. We on a bro date. Oh, I love Aww, Chris. Yeah. Chris from um, Trick or Treat and The Thing. I saw this movie in theaters. I turned to him and I was like, because this is a really high budget movie and mm-hmm. like, especially for horror because you just, there's special effects everywhere. It's like World yeah. War II. It would be a good World War II movie without the zombies and stuff. And I was like, who made this movie? Like, yeah. who gave these people this much yeah. money? J.J. Abrams. This is so ridiculous. Yeah. I liked it a lot. But it's good, right? It is right. good. I, but I was like, this movie's going to bomb. This movie's not going to make it, any money. And we'll talk about it when we get to box office, because mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it bombed. Yeah. But it didn't do great. I honestly think it didn't do nearly as well as it should have. I think so, too. But I think it's because they honed in on the people who like World War II and <laughs> like so if you're on Netflix if you watch colorized World War II documentaries right, and zombie flicks okay, yeah, it's going to recommend yeah. this movie to you and you're going to fucking love it yeah I was like I was like I feel like I pitched a movie to Hollywood and they took 100 million dollars made it and brought it back and I'm like oh Thanks. Yeah, Thanks, Thanks Hollywood. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. I struggle to say that I liked it because I would never watch this by myself again. Mm-hmm. But if I was at a party or with some friends and they're like, do you want to watch this movie? I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So let's get into this fucking movie. Let's talk about it. All right. So we start with planes over the ocean yeah. and we see a lot of soldiers on a plane. I'll say one thing I liked about this movie a lot is we get right into it. Yeah, we do. Like this we was- start yeah. flying mm-hmm. on our way to the 101st Airborne being dropped in the day before D-Day. Yeah. I don't really... I mean, I love this scene, but it is kind of a ripoff of like every practice. Well, I think that, Ryan, Band of Brothers. Yeah. Except it's in a plane. It, that's it's yeah. exactly the opening of Band of Brothers. Yeah. Oh. All right. So we got soldiers on a plane and some of them are scared and they're just kind of talking about All what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And so they are. Um, this is the day before D-Day. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, but this actually happened. So like the 101st Airborne did fly in the night before D-Day yeah. and they were charged with taking out artillery mm-hmm. and like radio stations and stuff like that to sort of like get behind 
behind enemy lines and then come towards the beaches to try and make it so it wasn't a shit show that D-Day mm. sort of ended up being for the people who actually came to the beaches. So they did a lot of stuff like this. It's mm. just, this to me, I bet the elevator pitch for this was, it's like the 101st Airborne, except they go into a town to destroy artillery and a radio tower, but there's Nazis doing experiments that make people insane zombie. Yeah. But yeah, so they're flying in the specific uh, mission they have is to take out a radio tower that's on top of a church. I but thought it was a jammer. I, I honestly don't remember. The plot specifics are a bit iffy. Like, it also has glowy red lights on top of the radio tower, and which wouldn't be a thing because they would just bomb it from the air. Yeah. yeah. And zombies, too. There's a lot of stuff I don't It's really actually, <laughs> yeah. But it's all awesome, and I love it. Uh, Anytime I'm talking about something that doesn't make sense, just know I don't care that it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and honestly, I love it. Whether it's a radio tower or a radio jammer doesn't right. matter. It's but, that they have to go destroy whatever it is. And it's so that the plane that on the beaches they can have air support during the D-Day attack. Yes. It's not the destination. It's the journey. Yeah, It baby. really is. It's the journey. <laughs> yeah. And what a journey it is. Yeah. So there's like 20 people on this plane, right? Yeah, there's More a lot. Like- and so they're on the plane and then it's nighttime and their sergeant comes out and I love this guy. It's Bokeem Woodbine. He's I famous. Know. Yeah, he, he was in The Rock. He was also in the second season of Fargo, which is awesome and, and everyone should watch it. He's great in this. He really is. A little short-lived, yeah. but oh, he's great in this. I know, it was so sad when he died. We'll yeah. get to it. Um, but yeah, so he's coming out and he's just being all drill sergeant and explaining what their mission is and he's saying, we gotta do our goddamn job and just yelling at him and, but not like in a mean way. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to like pump no, him up. He, yeah, you know? it seems more like he's like, they're, I hate to use the word cheerleader, but pumping yeah. them up is yeah, probably it's, a better... It's exactly how my boss talks to me. Yeah. But it's not like drill sergeant he like, <laughs> do your goddamn job. <laughs> all right, yes sir. <laughs> no. And we see Grey Worm from Game of Thrones. He I looks know. a little bit different. He does. He's got a penis in this movie. That's what it is. Yeah. Guys, I didn't notice him because of the penis. <laughs> <laughs> His worm is up here, my... <laughs> Is Grey Worm. All right. So now the plane starts taking fire and the sergeant comes in and starts getting them ready to jump and they stand up and they're hooking their parachutes onto this thing. Yeah. And you were talking about what that was because I didn't understand that part. Yeah. All of the stuff I know about D-Day and the 101st Airborne, which is what's going on in this movie, is from Band of Brothers. <laughs> so they're hooking onto that sort of line through mm-hmm. that like wire line through the plane because it automatically opens their parachute almost immediately after they jump out. And they were jumping out at a pretty low altitude. So you wanted to pull it almost immediately mm-hmm. which comes into play because when mm-hmm. shit starts popping off and they have to jump out right Dude, this scene was insane it was, it was, it was shit so good off you got your pullout games gotta be strong oh yeah listen when you get close to the edge <laughs> and make sure you clip in make oh sure yeah. Yeah. yeah clip in clip it on mm-hmm. and make sure your pullout game is drawn exactly yeah. so they they take some shrapnel they do and the, the, part um, of the plane blows up holy shit yeah, yeah. like the engine blows up oh and people God. are getting like pepper sprayed mm, with this fucking is the bullets worst oh, yeah. i have ever heard of <laughs> well there's a point where they just start shooting up through the middle at the bottom of the plane and then somebody stands in the middle and just gets all shot up yeah a few of them yeah. die that way uh-huh. still on the plane mm. and then the engine catches on fire and then mm-hmm. I don't think the engine blows up but there is an explosion on the outside of the plane. Yeah, they're yeah. hit by flak, there's yeah. fire, people are dying everywhere. And yeah. he's falling down in the island, he's about to fall out the flaming back of the plane but Which, his- Can I ask a question he? about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Boyce's Boyce's So Boyce is about to fall out the back of the plane right but struggles to climb up and go out the door of the plane I think the sergeant helps him out a little bit He does yeah Yeah. but if you just went out the back of the plane wouldn't you just go out the back of the plane and be out of the plane Well that's fair You know he's just remembering his training he's like I'm supposed to go out the door That could be and the sergeant was there to help him Right and I mean if you can choose 
I would rather go out the one that's not on fire. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. And so now he hasn't been clipped onto this thing. So as he's falling, his parachute's not opening and he has to like kind of scramble around and figure out how yeah. to. Um, meanwhile, there's like just gunfire everywhere and the camera is just right on his face through this whole fall and it is just amazing. Yeah, and he's flipping See, sort like, of end over end. And... blows up underneath yeah, yeah, him. I, I love this scene. I love how it's shot. It's very high budget. There's anti-aircraft mm-hmm. fire all in the background. Yeah. Planes crashing down, flying overhead. Very big budget World War II movie stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like Band of Brothers does yeah. or yeah. any other movie you've seen that has this scene in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like Saving Private Ryan. Like, there's nothing horrific horror movie about this. No, yet. not at all. It, except, except the, the horror fact of that war. the entire thing is just horrifying. And Absolutely like, you watch these movies and you're like, how the fuck did anybody make it off that plane? You know? So he's like spinning end over end and he uh-huh. finally does. He finally gets his parachute yes. out, but almost immediately falls into yeah, the Yeah, I water. like that because it was very quickly. Mm-hmm. And and the parachute does take, and they say it's like 100 feet to open. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a parachutist, yeah. but uh, I had a friend who did it. I think it's like 100, 150 feet, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it opens and then almost immediately he's in the water. Yeah, yeah. And going all the way down to the bottom. Yeah, and he's got all the equipment yeah, on. Like right. 50 pounds of gear on. And yeah. he has to cut a bunch of shit off. And this part, I just keep watching and I'm like trying to take a breath, you know, I'm like, holy shit, how did he not drown? Finally cuts himself free, but he goes up and he's right underneath his parachute. So he goes up and he still can't take a breath and he's got to cut his way out of the parachute just to breathe. Yes. And he finally makes it out. He pulls up onto shore and just sits and like, As Todd and I talked about it, it looked like a birth. Yes. It does look mm-hmm. a little bit like that. And if you think about his trajectory through the movie, I mean, you could see it a little bit. This is probably the first time he's been in combat. You know? I, I'm 100% sure it is. Yeah. yeah. The birth of a soldier. Yeah. Well, <laughs> then he's sitting down by that log on the beach and it actually looks sort of nice. There's yeah. nothing going on really at the moment. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I think you can see like planes flying over in the yeah, distance, crashing. but yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, there is one that crashes, yeah. but then uh, like a machine gun nest starts shooting at him mm-hmm. and he's like, oh yeah, I'm in the horrors of war. Right. I have to move. <laughs> oh yeah. So he starts going through a forest and he's seeing people like hanging from their parachutes. He's saying flash thunder and that's like the whole secret code word. That's the code American? word they would oh, say. Yeah. yeah. So if you thought you were coming up on somebody, you would say flash. If they responded with thunder, you wouldn't shoot them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's what they were. That's mm-hmm. what they were doing there. Huh. They also had clicks things, which they didn't have in this movie, but they do in Band of Brothers. So they talked about. Thing. It was a budget thing. <laughs> they couldn't they, afford the clip. They can't afford a Snapple top, because that's more <laughs> or less what it was. So now they're going through the forest, and oh, it's, she, it's just boys, though. It's not them. It's just boys. And yeah. he finds a gun, and you said it was like a Garand or something. It's an M1 would, Garand. Yeah, yeah. yeah he finds it goes, <laughs> and so, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. <laughs> it's from Zelda. Jen is so, Jen is so confused. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> we see boys walking through the woods. Yes. And he sees the Sarge off in the distance and he's kind of surrounded by several um Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. Yes, you can they say are it. Nazis. Yeah. So he sees Sarge off in the distance. Yeah, and there and are a bunch he, of German soldiers around yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About to shoot him, and he's asking if anybody has a cigarette. And and he's about oh, to man. shoot. I know. Oh, I feel I so bad. I love the sergeant, dude. I do, too. He knows what's going to happen, but he, he just... Does. He's yeah. like, fuck it, let's do it. I'm going to go out like a badass. Exactly, and he does. He does. And yeah. so Boyce is try, has got his gun ready and he's about to go try to save him. And then Ford, who we've met on the plane, and he's like new to the squad and kind of a loose cannon or just like real quiet and sullen. So Ford, and we haven't talked about him yet. Anyways. We haven't, no. But he, the only thing he did on the plane was like give the photographer shit. Right. Sulk. And yeah. we know that he's new. And he's been, no, he's not new. He's been to Italy. Well, he he's has, new to that he's company. But he's new to their company. But he's the only experienced soldier in the yeah. company. 
company. And he's an explosives expert. Yes. Too. And that's and probably think, why he was going on this mission exactly. with them. Yeah. He's also a little dreamy. So anyways, he sneaks up behind Boyce yeah, right. and right. stops him from going to save the Sarge. He's like, dude, he's dead. He knows that. You yeah. Know? And there's, there's nothing you no can do. way you could kill him. You're just going to kill yourself. Yeah. Because the M1 Garand only held six bullets and there were at least 10 of them, he says. Yeah. Well, actually. I, I love it. I know. <laughs> so the sergeant dies, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, he bad. gets sprayed down. Here's yeah. where the movie takes a left turn. Really? Well, not when we start see zombies and shit. No, right. no, no. This is it. Because you're gonna agree. With, you're gonna agree with me. Hear me out. Todd's gonna agree. They know the Nazis are taking no prisoners, and then for the rest of the movie, they try not to kill Nazis and take all the prisoners. Yes. Well, they kill Why? a lot of Nazis, but they, they don't do. kill the Nazis. They should kill first. They should kill all the Nazis. Yes. Yeah. But they're trying to make a moral point of we don't want to be like them. No, he tries to make the exact opposite point later in the film. Ford does. Ford, yeah, Ford does. But we're Boyce talking about doesn't. Yeah, Boyce is sort of the, like the morals moral of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Moral compass is a better way of saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Ford's way works. So after the Sarge dies, they're st- they're walking around the two of them, and they find yeah because the Nazis leave right because right. they think that they've killed the only other person that was out there, so they mm-hmm. leave. But they're still trying to kind of reclaim, and so they see they hear some rustling in the bushes, and they it's, do the flash thunder thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did. I didn't know notice that yeah. but yeah and so it's Tibbetts, gray worm and the photographer whose name is chase and yes. i think gray worm's name is dawson but and he'll chase always has be the mustache worm. right chase has the mustache okay. and the, the camera i love mustache guy i like him too he's yeah. not a mustache hole he's, he's a good not. dude yeah, yeah. He just doesn't understand that he needs to put the fucking camera down because he's in a war zone. So Ford has to smash it. He's like, ooh, what a cool camera. Can I see it? Wingy blingy. He has it later. He has a little mini camera. Yeah, he's got a little Polaroid. No photographer only has one camera, Todd. Okay, I stand corrected. Aren't you a photographer? And I have three cameras. (laughs) (laughs) Am I Chase? So smashes the camera and he he makes a good point. He's like, dude, you're wearing a spotlight around your neck. Yeah, well, there's a huge like flash mm-hmm. and it, that would reflect and yeah it's yeah. horrible anyway yeah. but they so the party is the five of them yes. right yeah you've got kurt russell's son what's his name ford mm-hmm. uh you've got boyce who's mm-hmm. sort of the main character you got gray worm who's the writer mm-hmm. you got the photographer who's chase and then who's the other guy Tibbets. Tibbets. Tibbets, who's, who was, Tibbets. may or may not be Vinny from Doogie Howser. Oh, yeah. He's definitely Vinny-like. Like, I love him in this movie. I think he's great. Yeah, he's real good. Mm-hmm. But he does put out major Vinny vibes for me. Yes. Like, he yeah. might as well be crawling through a window every time he's talking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Dawson, a.k.a. Grey Worm, starts talking about the book that he's writing. And so, if you've ever seen a movie before, you know that he's about to die. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you're not wrong because they're mm-hmm. they're honestly just like walking to the town they're supposed to go mm-hmm. to to meet up at and then take down the radio tower at the church. Yeah. And they're just moseying along. He's talking about his book. Mm-hmm. Boyce is like, I'd buy a copy of that book. And then blows up. Uh, yeah, because yeah. maybe you guys should be gibby gabbing behind enemy lines. Well, it's not the fact that they were gibby gabbing that kills Grey Worm. Loud. Yeah, but it was a landmine. It wasn't like a mortar well, or something. Maybe you should pay attention, Grey well, Worm. Landmines are hidden. Yeah. And just like the end of Game of Thrones, it blows up and he's dead. Yeah, it blows up and everyone's faces. Yes. And Grey Worm dies. <laughs> to <Hot> me. <laughs> it's not a hot take. That, it ended terribly. Blew it up. Did. So Grey Worm explodes. Grey Worm yeah. steps on a landmine and explodes and they all get like thrown a while. So yeah. they wake up and Boyce has kind of got a ringing in his ear. And so <laughs> It's called tinnitus. He yeah. permanently has right. tinnitus. <laughs> the canon explanation is that pieces of Dawson got stuck in his ears and like protected no, him. No, 
not I actually read in the book <laughs> that he wasn't that close to the bomb when it went off, so he ended up being fine. But what a loose adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> And I like this because Ford is on the ground and he's saying, walk straight towards me because we know there's lots of landmines and they're like poking with yeah, their bayonets. Yeah, he literally says, fix your bayonets, get on a, get in a straight fucking line mm-hmm. and wait, walk right to me. Yeah, and they're yelling, but they got to do it fast because they're, who knows how many more landmines might be around. Also, if the Nazis hear a gigantic explosion and Ford yelling, and I really like the scene because Ford's been a dick to all of them, but now yeah. you can tell like he does actually want them to survive. He's a dick survive. with a purpose. Yeah, exactly. He is. I got the impression that he was a dick because of like the war and right. he'd already been in the war yeah. but he didn't want anyone to die right. and in truth he outranks all of them so he's he in does. charge. And I also got the point that he sees a bigger picture too. He's yeah. like yeah we all had friends on the plane. We got a mission. Yeah. It's bigger than us. And if yeah. you want to live through this we have to move forward. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what he gets them to do and even though it's fucking like, horrific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear the landmine exploding. <laughs> right. What is boy says something like he was here and now he's gone. He says, so they're like, <laughs> no, he's, he goes, where's Dawson? And the guy goes, there is no Dawson. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. That's when he I tried to get like, him to walk to him on the landmine. Yeah. And listen, like I get there is now no Dawson, yeah. but if I had just watched one of my friends explode, I wouldn't want someone who I just met to be like, there is no Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do. Uh, <laughs> All right. So now Boyce is washing his face and this is when Ford, he's saying to Ford, he was like, he was there and then he wasn't. Oh, that's right. And Ford was like, yeah, but you're still here. We got to get our head together. Oh, and while they're walking to that lake where they're washing their face, they also see like what looks like a torso that has Mm. been disfigured on some level. Like an animal torso or something. I I thought it was a human torso because it looks like it has... It might not I have been it's like human. An, but well, they're saying they're saying it, it doesn't look like a dog, but it might be a jackal. But they can't really tell because it's just a big pile of grossness. Mucky muck. Yeah, yes. it's like blood and guts and possibly like flesh. Right. Yeah. But it, it is not clear what it is. I no. got the impression it was a torso, but it may not have been. On the second time, I thought it was just one of their creatures that they murdered. I think it was. Too, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I it's think like that's what it was. But I don't know if that was human to begin with. And so gross. while they're washing their face or getting the gray worm off of them <laughs> at the lake, they're washing off their gray worm and Poor then they see worm. a lady running through the forest. Yeah. Well, I'm, they hear rustling. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, I guess she's not running. She's just like getting through the she forest. She's kind of, yeah. Yeah, she's moving pretty quickly, but she's not running until she sees them. And then she and starts then they're running. Like, we can't let her alert them to our presence. Right. Go get her. And then they run her down. Mm-hmm. And while they're running her down, she slices Boyce in the arm with a knife. And then Ford grabs the knife hand, steals the knife from her. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of push her against a tree. But then mm-hmm. Boyce is like He's talking like, in French to her. Yeah, you're safe. Just stop. Yeah. We don't want to hurt you. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, not yeah. going to hurt you. And if you were a local in France the day before D-Day, your life has been hell because exactly. Nazis have been doing horrible, Murder horrible shit to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't know the allies are coming. You have right. no idea. So you see a bunch of soldiers in the forest. You assume they're Nazis. Like, right. I would run, too. Or they, like they're not French people. So, like, yeah. who knows? But there weren't any French soldiers. So they, or, if they're in or, uniforms, right. they would not be... French because they surrendered like four years ago. Well, they the reason they did that was because they spent all of their economy's money on the Maginot line, which was like a fortified line that went between France and Germany. Yes, yes, and the, they didn't expect Germany to build planes to fly right over that fucking line, so it didn't do them any good. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Mechanized Infantry history. is what changed World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> 
So they meet her and it's her village and she's been scavenging. So she's got a bag full of yeah. just like stuff that she's stolen. And so they say, can you take us back to the village? Because the village is where they want to go anyways. Yeah. And she yeah. does. She takes him back to what well, I, I assume is her house. And Ford gives her back her knife too. So I oh, think yeah. she doesn't still totally trust him, but she knows they're not about to kill her. Well, so. she knows they're not Nazis because they're right. speaking English. Although exactly. she hasn't spoken English yet. And the right. Nazis later on speak English. This movie's got some stuff. Hey, listen, man. Back then, people learned more languages. They did, yeah. So they go back oh. to Chloe's house. Yeah. And so they end up in the house, and they have to kind of sneak. And on the way, the neighbor hears them. And so we oh, know there's shit. a curfew. And this neighbor, like, blows her, like, she blows the whistle on Chloe. Yeah, Chloe, it's, like, it's like a neighborhood watch whistle sort right, of thing. Right. And then the Nazis come, and then the soldiers hide. Mm-hmm. And Chloe has to sort of explain what she yeah. was doing. But so she gets back in the house, and because the, um, the head Nazi has come over and left her go back in yeah and we find out why in a little bit but so now all the soldiers are in the house and we find out it's her little brother there and her aunt who's sick so they get into this yeah. house and they're hearing these weird coughing yeah, yeah it's not like not regular sick. this is yeah. like pneumonia michael uh because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I i heard that sound before <laughs> yeah i remember from editing no when, when, I, when, oh. when I had to take mikey to the hospital yeah when oh, he met yeah. his uh ex-girlfriend nazi zombie ghost yeah, you Nazi zombie ghosted her for sure. This you did not Nazi see her again. Nailed it. All right, we got to move on. Right. Um, and so they, they're they gathering all of their explosives, and then they start hearing some shit happening outside, yeah. and the Nazis are like pulling people out of their houses, and it's a couple, and they grab the man, and they shoot the woman. And I, got the, I got the feeling it was like a mother and son, mm. but it may have been a couple. I'm not sure. I mean, it was a couple. You're too far away to really see you like are. specific ages, so it very well could have been a couple. But it basically, it's just these people are dicks and they're just killing people. Yeah, well, they're movie, Nazis, so... <laughs> right, right. The movie I mean, has to establish <laughs> that the Nazis are Nazi-like. I was like, God, the movie, we know they're Nazis. Yeah, yeah, that's like the one thing you don't have to tell us in the story. Yeah, like, you we don't have get. to pull all the people out yeah. of the houses. And, and they're not just regular Nazis. They're the, they're the SS. So those motherfuckers mm-hmm. weren't drafted or whatever. They actually signed up to do horrible shit. The SS is like the hardcore Nazi party believers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are the ones that do the most horrible shit. Well, and they do. They just murder this woman in the middle of her village. Yeah, because she was screaming about them taking her husband or son or whoever, yeah. you know. How dare she? Yeah. So they are talking about their mission and they're talking about how they have to take out the uh, church because that's what's going to give the planes the support when they are invading the beaches the next day. And so Chase, the photographer, is like, dude, there are way too many of them. We need to just wait. I think he says, what if we just wait here? Yeah. And Ford's like, no, dude, we got to keep, we got to well, stay on the mission. We have a mission. It's yeah. gotta do the mission. There's like a hundred Nazis in this town and there's like four dudes. Yeah. yeah. Not many of them made it out of the plane. Right. It's not a bad argument, but Ford's like, dude, we got to carry this mission out. There are bigger things at stake. Yeah. And and so this is when Tibbet starts to, Tibbet, who's kind of a dick at this point still. Yeah, I thought he was sort of a dick too. Yeah, yeah. This Vinny guy. He, he Yeah, Vinny. He, and so he starts telling the story about Boyce and it was about when they were in basic training and a mouse kept getting into the sergeant's bunker and like shitting all over the place. So he ordered Boyce to kill the mouse and Boyce didn't want to kill the mouse because it's not an evil spider or a cricket. He wanted to pick it up and just let it go in the field. Yeah, he took he took it outside and he let did, it go. He did, yeah. And then it came back in and I don't know if like the sergeant did a code red on the whole 
team or whatever. But anyways. I think he, he made them run. Yeah. I don't think he put a sock down in their throat and then beat them with soap. Oh, I love that movie so much. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin's a god. Yeah. So he's telling the story about the mouse and it's just kind of establishing that Boyce is just an empathetic person. I think you said it best right? when you were like, he is the moral compass of he the movie. Is. And well, it yeah, establishes yeah. him as that. But mm-hmm. Tibbetts is like, Boyce isn't cut out to be a killer soldier. Right. <laughs> yes. We're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've only got three people, not four. Right. <laughs> so Ford sends them out to kind of check on everything. Tibbet and Chase to go check on the rest of the squad and see if anybody got off the plane. Yeah. I, li- I like Ford. You know, he's Kurt Russell's son in I real do. life. Yeah. But he's no, I mean, he's good, but he's no McCready. I mean, listen. It's hard to be McCready, yeah. man. Yeah, it's that's really like saying McCready. he's not Jesus Christ. Well... <laughs> What do you pray to? I Kurt Russell. Yeah. So Boyce goes downstairs and he hears the ant and he creeps down. Oh, this to, scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. This is the first moment that really scared me. And it's the first time we see something that actually looks like it might be a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. up until now, it's really just a war movie. It's really just the horror. It turns of war. out the ant mm-hmm. is a, is the creepy ant. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so he's creeping down and he looks in and he hear and he looks back and then it's an awesome jump scare because yeah, he turns around and she's like really scaly lizardy right in in his face. Yeah, she's like peeking out of the door and it scared the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, it did. And listen, it, if I was boys and I had the hots for Chloe, that would scare the shit out of me too. If that's what Chloe's going to turn into, I'm out. That's If that's <laughs> what those genes are going to do to her, I'm out. She looked Hills Have Eyes-ish. She did, she yeah. Did, very yeah. Hills Have eyes But more like viscousy. More oily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Chloe and boys are talking and she's saying she likes the mouse story. She's helping clean uh, his wounds and her little brother has shown up too and kind of tried to play baseball with them. He's got a baseball and a glove. Yeah, and, and Vinny's just, like a, a real dick to that kid is. at the very beginning and he's like, what is he doing? Get him away from me because right. the, the kid, like when I first saw the kid, the kid did scare me Uh-huh. because he just pops up right behind you Vinny out of nowhere. S. Jr.? I don't like him either. Yeah, oh, scared he's me. so sweet. No, Love like, the kid. The yeah. kid does a great job in this movie but mm-hmm. the first time you see him, sort of a jump scary moment Yeah, and yeah, I, I got scared. That's the premise of the podcast. Get used to it, right? <laughs> but um, Todd's here. He's scared. <laughs> Get used to yeah. it. <laughs> but he's trying to connect with the soldiers and it's because his parents have died. We're about to find out. Yeah. But he says he thinks all Americans like to play baseball. Yeah. But Vinny's not having it. I just think that Vinny has been hurt before. Yeah. And just really doesn't has a hard time getting close to He's people. been hurt before, ladies. I, I relate. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. now you're, now you're Mikey on Vinny's is single, lady. <laughs> <laughs> when they're around the kitchen table mm-hmm. and they're all talking, Boyce and the little baby brother, mm-hmm. who's probably, what, six, seven? Six, he yeah. looks like a six-year-old, yeah. seven-year-old. They, they start, like, rolling the ball back and forth, uh-huh. and he smells and it, cute. and he says it reminds me of home, and he rolls yeah. it back. And, and So, we, yeah, that's, when, like, that's like the first time the kid and a soldier connect. Yeah, and he's also connecting with Chloe, and she's saying, your yeah. French sounds different, and we find out it's because his grandmother's from Haiti, but they lived in Louisiana. Yeah. And so she taught him French. Right, then she you. starts talking about her family, and it's so sad. She said at first they took her father, and then a couple of weeks later they took her mother, and it was a German doctor that took both of them. Yeah. And she says that, or he said that it's science, his science, and the ground has power. And so they're doing some kind of experiments down there or something. Yeah, we but don't more know or less they murdered their parents. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or, or did worse. experiments. Yeah. 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 But it's not good, and the parents are gone, which is really sad. All right. Which is probably why this kid keeps trying to connect with. With these Americans. Right. Oh, and they also experimented on the ant, and that's why she's messed up. And they right. Her back and I guess for she got. Reason. They don't really explain how the ant is even there. Right. But they definitely experimented on it. And I'm okay with them not explaining too much. Yeah, it's fine. Because I feel like if they had tried to explain a lot of it, would have bogged down the movie. Yeah. And this is already a pretty plot heavy movie. It you is. Know? Yeah. 
it's awesome, but lots of stuff happens. So now we see the head Nazi guy who is Euron Greyjoy, and he is just awesome awful in this movie but i love like he does a great job like he's oh, just he's very good yeah evil asshole mm-hmm. yeah. and a little crazy too yeah he's what you're on Greyjoy should have been in game of thrones hot takes oh you mean like maybe game of thrones ain't great yeah mm-hmm. yeah if they had done a good job with it maybe anyway stay tuned for a blog guys it, listen <laughs> i'm just glad to know that the guy who played you're on gray joy can act yeah because up until that point i'd never seen him do it <laughs> so they pull up in their jeep mm-hmm. and he gets out and like knocks on the door and the soldiers run upstairs what I think it's a station wagon. A VW. Oh, my God. <laughs> Definitely. It's not a station wagon. Jesus. Is it a hearse? No. no it is oh. kind of a station wagon. Oh, my wagon. God. It sort of is. So they pull up in their mode of transpicular <laughs> like vehicle. a VW station wagon. They dicks. <laughs> anyway, so they pull up, and Euron Greyjoy goes to the door, and the soldiers bolt upstairs to the attic. Yeah. And the boy goes up and hides behind some bins or whatever. Mm. So it's just Chloe downstairs. Yeah. And she opens the door eventually, and mm. then he comes in. Uh, and it, he comes in by himself. And at mm-hmm. first, I thought he was just going to like search the place or whatever. And then it's mm-hmm. very clear that he is there to do uh, something else. Uh huh. Well, he let her go earlier, and he was like, you yeah. know, aren't you going to invite me in to stay? You know, per mm-hmm. our arrangement. Why, why didn't you cook anything tonight? Yeah, yeah. This is definitely not his first time. He's been there too. Nope. Rape her? Yep. And so um, we find out they've got some kind of arrangement where he's allowing the brother to stay there and not take him to the church because when he's like, do you have any time for us? And she says, no, I don't feel well. Please not tonight. She's saying, no, you asshole. Yeah. And he says, well, where's your brother? Janet's and they right. literally call in the other soldiers yeah. to go get him. That's why the other soldiers come in. No, but he says, have you forgotten our arrangement? Oh, yeah. All that to say, he's an asshole. Yeah, he's horrible because and when she says, no, not tonight, he calls the soldiers in. Mm-hmm. to find the little boy or yep. at least to sort of scare her and then they hear the brother upstairs drop his baseball uh-huh. and then they send, he sends the soldiers upstairs to go check it out. Yeah. And, and this is like a very tense moment because mm-hmm. there are two soldiers up there, right? Yeah. You with have, their guns pointed to him, Boyce and Ford. Yeah, yeah. Boyce and Ford are upstairs. But anyway, so the soldiers come upstairs. But they don't go far enough. No. They go just far enough because the son is standing there and he just or the, the brother, the the brother yeah. is standing there and he just drops the baseball down a couple of Times. Yeah, that brother's cool as a cucumber in this scene. Dude, he oh, is, man. yeah, man. He holds up his baseball glove after he tosses mm. it to Sergeant Nazi guy. And then Sergeant Nazi guy spits on the baseball mm. and then throws it back at him. That Sergeant Nazi guy was also in Game of Thrones. Also, really? Yeah. Spitting on the baseball. Well, that's because a baseball is an American thing and they they hated all American things. Yeah. That made sense to me. Real dick move, but it mm-hmm. made sense to me. So now um, evil Nazi guy dismisses all the soldiers and he goes down to get real comfortable with Chloe. Yeah, because she finally asshole. is like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, just stay. Hey, and yeah, consent under threat is not consent. Just to make I don't think okay that's a good point to make I don't think anyone is confused as to whether this is or is not rape so evil Nazi asshole starts to kiss Chloe and she's not really having it but she feels like she can't say no she's not kissing him back she's turning her head away Mm -hmm. like he's kissing her cheeks and stuff and and he's out of it and then boys to the rescue because then the barrel of his gun is right up against his head do you think Ford would have let it happen yes yeah me too Mm -hmm. he would let that happen but he won't execute a prisoner I know (laughs) 
I don't understand Because he's single-minded in his focus, and if he can justify not killing that Nazi to try to get something out of him. Also, I think he's got some rage, and he wants to just beat the shit out of that Nazi. Later on, I think you're right. And I do think that in his mind, not that this is the right thing to do, because I think Boyce does the right thing here. I think in his mind, he thinks if she just does this and they leave, we can then go and do our mission. Exactly. And we don't have to worry about that bullshit. Yeah. Although I think ultimately, Boyce does the right thing. I but think so too. I think that's Ford's motivation. Right. I don't think Ford is like, yay, rape. I think he's just like. No, right. but I think once you take yeah. him prisoner, you definitely torture him, get information out of him. Sure. He's a Nazi. And then, and then you him. execute him. Yeah. yeah. Also, she is not saying, hey, soldiers, help me too. Like, no, I think she not. kind of is understanding this too, which does not make it okay. By any means. But yeah. it also looks like it's not nearly the first time this has happened. Right. And so, I cannot, not that that makes it any better. Right. Only to say this is a complex situation. Yes. There are a lot of factors to think about. And I don't think anybody but the asshole who's raping her is really doing the wrong thing. Yeah. You know, right. everybody's got different motivations for what they're Absolutely, doing. Absolutely, yeah. So now, but Boyce puts a gun to his head, so now the jig is up. Ford just headbutts him, takes yes. the lighter out, and he's just being a dick about it. Yeah, he steals his SS lighter. Yeah, And yeah. he said something about, the, did the scientists get you this for bringing him things For your to, execution that's quota. That's what it was, execution mm-hmm. quota, yeah. And then headbutts him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, you've got hands. Yeah, you have two hands, and he does have like brass knuckles like yeah. that are hanging on his mm-hmm. lapels or whatever. Why would you not punch him with the brass knuckles? Why would you break your nose on his face? Well, Ford's away. very hard-headed about all this. Oh, wow. Wouldn't it be funny if he headbutted yeah. him and then just like walked away and ran into a wall or something? <laughs> just like stumbles <laughs> away. He's out for the rest of the movie for concussion. <laughs> <laughs> that all would right. be funny. So now, Boyce goes to the church, I think to try to rendezvous or whatever. Yeah. And so he see he goes up and sneaks. Uh, no, the two other the two other squad mates were sent to the rendezvous point to see if other soldiers made it out. Mm-hmm. Then Yeah, Vinny Ford and Chase. Mas- not Mustache Hall. Yeah, Chase. Yeah, Chase photographer Chase. man. And then uh, yeah. Ford orders him. He's like, go get those guys back. This is a bad turn of events. Yeah. So he goes out. And so he sees from atop a hill, he sees that they are pulling these bodies that are not quite dead yet out on a truck and then flamethrowing the fuck out of them. Yeah. He's running back through the forest and a truck is coming out. So he hides in the bushes from the truck, but then he sees an evil dog with like evil Nazi zombie-ness in his eyes. Was it a German Shepherd? It probably was a German Shepherd, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it had had meat (laughs) on the mind. It did. And the gleam in its eyes that boy did not like. Yeah. So, so he, Boyce runs away, right. jumps onto the back of this body truck, and he jumps in and he notices, well, now I'm just on a pile of dead bodies. Yes. And it's terrible. Boyce goes on a series of unfortunate events. He does. I don't think the rendezvous point was at the Nazi compound. I think no. he took a wrong turn way before He's the new to town. He doesn't quite know the, the directions right. where he's going. I get it, man. I've you, made wrong turns in new towns. I know where you're not going. The giant Nazi compound you can see from all over the city. <laughs> well, but I there mean, was he, a dog chasing him. Yeah. It was an evil zombie Nazi dog. All right, so now he's in this dead body truck, and yeah. it pulls into the base under the tunnel. Can I say this before we move on with that? Why doesn't he stab anything with his knife? Like, he could have killed that dog pretty quietly with the knife. Yeah. He's got a bayonet on his gun, I know. Too. This, is, a, uh, this is the second problem Todd and I have with this movie, <laughs> is that Boyce has a phobia of knives. Honestly, yeah. This movie is just Boyce getting over his knife phobia. <laughs> yeah. Because he eventually does learn the power of a knife. Does he? Yeah, at the end. Oh, he's the doctor. The doctor that's right. Yeah. But yeah. the whole movie is him avoiding using his knife. That's the whole arc. Yeah, yeah that's the story arc, man. I know. 
Nailed it. It's very sharp. Knifed it. All right. So now he ends up inside the base underneath the tower and he's here. He's seeing evil doctors walking around and he's hearing like moany screams. Yeah. And there's this wall of holes and he's hearing screaming coming from the other side. Yeah. So he eventually gets out of the truck. Right. And then (laughs) finds his way into the base. Right. And then you see the three glory holes Mm -hmm. and then he hides as like the doctors are coming by. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he gets ready as the doctors come by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's hiding, and then the doctor's like beating on the peepholes, right, mm-hmm. to look inside them. Do we ever look in one of those holes? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we I'm do. Not That's tell right. You guys it scared the I shit do. out of me. <laughs> I just don't understand the point of a glory hole. Well, well you Jen, Google it. Counterpoint. I know what it is. So, um, he sees three glory holes, one with blood dripping out of it. And <laughs> That's not the one you go for. No. No. I, mean, I don't do that. Oh. That's just common sense. Right. All right. So he's walking up to this hole in the wall <laughs> and he's sticking his eye right up next to it. Oh, God. Ugh. Never stick your eye into a hole. No. Ugh. And so what he sees is a gross, bloody, gross eye. It's another jump scary moment. It's sort yeah, of like the end. it scared ant. the shit out of Todd. It did scare the shit out of me. We got some good footage of this. Yeah. So he looks in the hole and you see a door and then uh, a big scary zombie guy pops up. Yeah, shit dude. that scared the fuck out of me. It's it was gross. really sudden. It was a jump scare. It was mm-hmm. the definition of a jump scare. Yeah, and there are a couple of those in this movie, and I feel like they're earned, and I like them. Yeah, you they know, scare they Todd. Don't... And I used The Nun as an, a good example of yeah. bad jump scares, and it wasn't that. Earned a jump scare is what I would call it. And yeah. they're few and far between, and when you see one, it's gross shit. That uh, furthers the plot, too. Or the boy. Or the boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might have been a ghost boy. I've seen the others. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, spoiler. Ghost boy. Wait. That's my superhero name. Ghost, ghost boy. boy. Yeah. Because yeah. you love him and ghost him. <laughs> Love's a strong word, Tom. Well, yeah. For 10 minutes at a time. 10 minutes is a strong word, Tom. <laughs> All right. So now Boyce is creeping around and he's seeing the Nazis at the radio tower. And he also sees this lab thing. Yes. And just starts to see some really gross shit. Yeah. Is this when he's like creeping through the lab and he's yep. like, he finds a syringe, but he also sort of unzips where these people are hanging. Yeah. Well, okay. So oh. there's a big sack hanging from the ceiling. And Tom was like, is that a hand? What is it? Is that a person in there? kind of look oh. like a big sack. It looks like a big human sack. I'm just waiting for a movie where we don't talk about sacks. Anyway, so yeah. So but, he unzips a little bit of the oh. sack and just real gross shit starts to come out. And this guy with like some kind of thing on oh, his face. It's, a, it's a mask so he can breathe. Oh. This whole thing was so gross. Like uh-huh. the, the body horror stuff doesn't always get to me, but it really got to me in this scene, yeah. especially when he finds the Rosenthal. Rosenthal. Yeah. But before that, he sees a bunch of syringes and he takes yes, one. He pockets one. And then he hears a voice. And the needle's not even blocked. He could have stuck himself the whole time the I know. right out the window yeah yeah but he hears a lady's voice and he oh hears it coming God. from behind a curtain oh, and he pulls this. the curtain back and it's just the woman's head oh. and her spinal cord somehow and she's still alive and she's talking to yeah, him she's, she's like saying, help me help me please help me please help me oh my god mm-hmm. i oh. like i like this part a lot it's so I gross do too. it's really effective and gross it's really oh. effective at making would you, you have taken the oh. head with you no! 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 What are you going to do for that head? I'll nice do thing. anything, Jen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mikey just saw that lob coming, and he yeah. just swung away. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> he called a shot. Mikey called a shot for sure. Wow. All right. 
the nicest thing you could do is probably put her out of her misery. I mean, there's yeah. no coming back well, from being I don't just know. a head. In any problem, two heads are better than one. Quit while you're ahead, Mike. They're not always. <laughs> <a problem. laughs> okay, so they see Rosenfeld, and he's on this table, and he's got this giant vacuum cleaner like thing. He's got a Dyson in stuck his in his side. Yeah, well, like sewed uh, to his side. It looks well, like like a like the the black piping of a gutter. Yes, drain. it does. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's Whatever real gross. It is, it's sewed to his skin and it's terrible. Yeah, stand by, listeners. This is uh, another time Boyce fails to like realize the importance of knives. Of a knife, yeah. But he also saves Rosenfeld. He does, so but in a really unnecessarily it. painful way. Yes. Well, but before he just rips the fuck out of whatever's sticking in his stomach, we see an evil doctor come in and oh, pull right. this dead guy who's strapped to some table and he injects him with this syringe thing and the guy starts jerking and coming back to life or yeah. something. And so then they're like, okay, yeah. we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And Rosenfeld on the plane was like, what do you think the Nazis are going to do to a guy named Rosenfeld? So he wants to get the fuck out of there. Well, and we found out. Yeah, exactly. They experiment on you. Oh, but yeah. they he rips out that whatever the needle hose thing that's in his side. Mm-hmm. And I almost threw up. Yeah, so it was of, fucking it, gross. It was just, it was yeah. gross and it grossed you out. But it also was like he could have cut those stitches and I think would have came right oh, out. Yeah. No, I mean, there is no reason for it to be this painful for him. He's like, Rosenthal, this is going to hurt you. And then Rosenthal's like, use your knife to cut off. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, would have been awesome. If he's like, Rosenthal, it's going to hurt. Doesn't have to, right, dude? I got a scar phobia, and oh, ripping yeah. stitches just. Ugh. I yeah. honestly expected that thing because it looks sort of wide. Yeah, I expected that to be like on like his one of his intestines, and right. for those to come out too, and for it to kill. Him. I, yeah. I expected to be so a big I was hole in it. So scared of that, and I was mm-hmm. about to throw it because that's what my mind was thinking. Right. Yeah, so they pull the tubing out, the yeah. big giant gutter hose, and it's not there was a giant hole in his chest. It was just like a big needle going right, in. right, and the, like the place bad. where the stitches got but ripped. Better than like a big ass hole in your side, right? Yes. But he's okay, pretty much okay for the rest of the movie. Yeah, consider. I mean, he actually fights with them later on. So, yeah, yeah. he is fine. Yeah. And so now they're all they all end up back in the attic. Yeah. And um, they're well, well, uh, plot point we're missing. Uh, Boyce finds a secret passage in and out of the lab on like one of the uh, yes. one of the yeah. graves. And so so they break out and they get out and everybody kind of ends up back in the attic together at different yes. times. But so Boyce and Rosenfeld are the last ones to get there. We're back in the attic. They're back. And Boyce is yeah. saying, dude, they're fucking experimenting on people there. I Yes, I got a, a, like eyes on the tower, but there's a bunch of fucked up shit going down there. And he pulls out the syringe and he's like, look, this is what I got. So now they go up to the attic where they got the Nazi guy tied up and they're like, you're what the d- fuck is downplaying this? his anxiety attack here because he's like, there's a talking head, they're not doing all this stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, he is sort of losing his shit, but Ford is trying to keep him focused yeah, he's like, on the mission. Ford focused. Ford is like, ah. Nailed it. Well <laughs> done. But he's like, what about the radio tower? And he's like, fuck the radio tower. Yeah. There's like a head on a stick that's talking down there. <laughs> yeah, literally. And everybody was like, why didn't you bring it? They're just giving out head? <laughs> All right, so they're asking the Nazi guy what the syringe is, and yes. he's just being a dick about it with his crazy Euron Greyjoy eyes. So then Ford starts to hit him. So Euron Greyjoy starts talking about the bodies they've tortured and talking, looking straight at Chloe and talking about her. And oh, you can just shit. see the rage like building in her eyes. I love he's, it. He's strung up on on rope on the ceiling now. I don't think he's strung he's up yet. Strung he's still on yet. the ground because she runs over and stabs him in the fucking leg. Uh huh. And it's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's talking about like all the people 
people that don't matter, the people that are her parents and her aunt and like well, everybody and in her people. village. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't say violence is okay, but I mean, this guy is a Violence dick. is okay against Nazis. Yeah, I feel like yeah. he's not only a Nazi, he's also like a rapist and he like he's uh-huh. a horrible dude on top of being an yeah. SS Nazi. But so anyways, he's, she stabs him in the leg and then she runs down and then Ford is staring at him and just like twisting the knife. He like bends it mm-hmm. and then pulls it out and it's like, uh, oh, it's and so stabs it right next to his head. Gross. That was mm-hmm. badass though. Yeah. It was. A cool it was. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. Huge power move. Yeah. <laughs> and then starts to punch him and then Ford's like, pull. this is when they pull him up and so he's String like, him up. Mm-hmm, yeah. hanging. And then Ford starts to punch him and asking him what's going on inside yeah. the compound. He's a human heavy bag. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ford does a little bit of a strip tease, takes a little bit of his clothes mm. off. Yes, he So does. he can get some more. Oh, Jen was into it. I, I mean. Bum, bah, nah, nah, bah. He looks bah, like bah, Kurt Russell. Pow, pow. Bum, bah, nah, nah, nah. Punch, pow, punch, pow, punch, pow. punch. Yeah, absolutely. But he's like beating the fook out of this dude mm. with his brass knuckles. Has it gotten the brass knuckles? No, yeah. he hasn't gotten the brass knuckles. Because yeah. first, Boyce oh, is like, dude, what are you doing? We can't be like them. Being the moral compass that right. he is. Exactly. Yeah. I see Boyce's argument. Yeah. And I like that they're presenting this kind of dichotomy between Boyce and Ford. I yeah. like that dynamic. I like it too because I don't really feel like either of them are bad people. I was going to say the they same thing. They just have two different ways of going about right. it. Right. And I don't think either of them is really wrong. It's just two different viewpoints. And so when they're talking things out, both of their viewpoints mix together and they're successful in their mission. Yeah. But so he's saying, like, we have to be better than them. And Ford's saying, you have to play dirty to beat dirty people. And so this is when Boyce goes downstairs and... Ford gets his brass knuckles out and they're brass knuckles with like a knife on the side of them. Yeah, cool. Dude, I don't know how you didn't just punch stab the dude in the face every time. Well, because you punch him with the knuckles mm. and the knife is then either down like the or up. The knife is like your pinky? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still. No, absolutely. Be careful with those things, Ford. Although, he looks like he knows what to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Corn Russell slipped and cut the Nazi. It's not like the end of the world. No, it's not. Boyce goes down and starts talking to Chloe and he's just talking about how his life has changed so much. Oh, yeah. And eventually, they all come down and they start making this plan to try to blow up the church because there's still only like two Two hours. This is still left. like a funny scene because, like, he's like, Chloe, let's talk a little bit. And like, upstairs, you hear the screams of a man yeah. being tortured. He's downstairs, like, Chloe, want to smash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you the story about Mo and Milan. Ooh. He all does right. talk about how he manscapes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I get it. He can get it. So um, eventually, they all come down and they start making this plan and they send Chase up alone oh. to cut this Nazi guy down. And, so dumb. And he's hanging from the ceiling and he's got this bag over his head. Chase is the photographer mustache guy right? yeah not mustache hole yes. he thinks he's asleep which yeah. no they, you're not asleep mm-hmm. you don't fall asleep in 20 seconds after having the shit beat out of you also I just mean, you be could. careful no it sounds plausible no but also just be careful being careful is also, also shoot him in the face yeah, just execute and then him take point. him down yes. yeah Ugh. Because, Jen, because, what happens? Because he gets kicked in the leg. And then this part is crazy because he somehow gets his gun and just starts shooting randomly with a bag over his head. He shoots Chase in the chest a couple of times. And then they run upstairs and they knock him down. But Why? Chase, mm, this part is so yeah, sad. Boy spears him. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so they've got him subdued now, but Chase is laying on the ground and he's dying. And it's it's really sad. Oh, man. Because they pull up, like, you can see the wounds on his chest. And he's like, I, I don't feel good. I like, I'm, how bad is it? It's not great. Right. Yeah. And then he dies. And yep. It's really sad. And everybody's sad. But, but Boyce yeah. has got the syringe. And, and he saw what they did with his syringe before. He did, yeah. And it sort of reanimated the dead corpse before. So he was like, hey, I saw something really horrible. Yeah. Right. And why not see if we can duplicate that horribleness here? Right. I can't use a knife or execute a prisoner, but like I'm gonna try to bring my friend back from the dead using yeah. a completely inhumane method. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be fine, guys. Yeah, nothing, I saw a creepy Nazi doctor it. do this mm, once. It's yeah. it's gonna be cool. Spoiler. It's not fine. And it's not cool. And it's not. And no. it's pretty terrible. Yes. But also kind of badass. It's awesome. kind of more terrible than executing the prisoner. Yeah. yeah. You gotta execute him like three times. Okay. So because he injects him and then they all kind of like go about their business. They're about and, to take the Nazi downstairs. Right. And then he sits up and starts coughing. He's like, what the fuck? Like lip, licking around. He's like, I'm thirsty. I'm real thirsty. Yeah. So they give him the canteen and he drinks it and then just like crushes it. Yeah. He does it's not like, understand his strength. That's really. weird. Yeah. Right. Right. So he's walking around and he, he says his head's hurting and he's starting to see this shit coming through his oh, veins. Oh, yeah. And he hits his head against the post and like smashes the shit out of it. Yeah. He's got super strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he like snaps his head back and his oh, collarbone starts shit. spinning out. It is Super this body disturbing. horror really he, got uh-huh. me. Doesn't just snap his head back, like completely back, and breaks his head off. Like it's dangling yeah. by a thing. His it's bones so are gross. sticking out of his body, and then he jerks it back up, and like his neck is all screwed around, but it doesn't seem to be like hurting him. But he's yelling, he's real just angry. like, "What Roy the raging. fuck?" Yeah, and then people yeah. start attacking him, and he's like pushing them across the room. Well, he starts to get a little aggressive with them. Like, you mm. did this to me. Why did you do this to me? What's yeah, he going on? Boys and holds him up uh, yeah. over the. Yeah, yeah. He picks him up, and then I think Ford shoots him. Well, and right? he, yes, a bunch of times. Yeah, and, he and falls then he down. falls to the ground, and, and then, then he and comes then back up again. Nazi prisoner goes a thousand year Reich needs a thousand year soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. You asked what the thing was about. This is what we've been doing. Like you asked what the syringe was for. Yes. Now you know and then chase stands up after being shot a bunch but instead of getting shot again boys comes over and like hammer smashes him with the butt of his rifle and then mm. beats his head in destroys yeah. smashes his head. it like a, yeah. yeah and then right. boys becomes manse <laughs> yeah he becomes a manse yeah and this is part of his like a turning point for him because this is yeah. showing yeah he may have let that mouse go but when shit needs to be done he's gonna do it yeah, you especially know? when he's at fault oh my bad guys sorry about that and i didn't I mean, realize it would make him a super zombie nazi soldier so i, didn't realize I thought it was gonna make it so much worse <laughs> for my friend yeah. But he yelled like, I hate mustaches while he was smashing his head. And I don't even know what was Stop going on. Stop taking pictures of me when I'm not looking. <laughs> smashed his head. Yeah. So in all of this chaos, yes. Vinny has just been holding loosely on to the Nazi guy. Nazi guy runs out, grabs the little boy yep. and then goes out. And so he's outside and all of the Nazi soldiers who now know that he's in trouble are there to help him. So they're having this giant gunfight. Well, yeah, because Ford runs after him yeah. and runs outside and ends up killing a few Nazis as you're yeah. on Greyjoy gets to the Jeep or station wagon or hearse <laughs> and they cut him loose and then he drives off with the boy. Yeah, yeah. But not before 
Poor Ford shoots him yeah. in the cheek. Poor That's true. Ford shoots him in the face. Yeah. I thought he was mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. Me too. Did you see that? a chunk of him. Fly yeah, you off. see a chunk. I mean, I actually asked. I was like, "Did he shoot him in the face?" Right. And yeah, yeah he did. They did. So he races back to the church mm-hmm. to the lab, right? Yeah. And so now our team is arguing about what to do, and yeah. of course Chloe's going to want to go get her brother, but Ford and Boyce are arguing about whether they should go try to save the boy or they should just blow the tower up from the outside. Yeah. And Boyce's argument is, "Let's go get the boy because it's the right thing to do, and it's our fault that he got taken anyway." It's also sort of on the way. Right. Well, that's what Tibbetts is like. Well, okay. So what Ford is saying is we should blow it up from the outside. And Boyce is saying, but if you do that, the boy, Paul, is going to be dead. And here's a way I know I've been in there. I can lead us in there. I can do this. Let's do it. And so Ford gives him a direct order, say, and Boyce is saying, no, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And And because he does know the secret passage in by the catacombs to get in. uh, Mm -hmm. So he he can get them in safely. I actually like this thing because Boyce just goes, no, 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 no. He like finally uh-huh. learns to stand up for himself. Did you notice that there's no music? There's no other ambient mm-hmm. sound. They cut all of that out and it's just Boyce talking to Ford. Mm-hmm. And it's it is sort of like you're in Boyce's head, mm-hmm. except there's no ringing. And clearly he has tinnitus at this <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah, but, yeah. I think they all do. They're but, all oh, just yelling for yeah, the entire movie. Yeah. But anyway, so he does yell. No, 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 no. We're going to uh-huh. go get him. And Vinny is like, you know what? We're going to do it. Yeah. I think at this well. point, Vinny's like, we're going to die. I just saw my friend come back to life. and We had to right. kill him again. Yeah. And like, this is the worst. Let's just get it over with yeah and so ford is like okay he backs down when boyce when he sees how adamant boyce is and boyce is making a good argument he's like you just know that our odds of walking out of there go way down if we do this and he's kind of signing on he's like this is our mission we're probably gonna die but this is what we have to do and you're insisting we go help these people and i'm on board now and so now we're back to the evil nazi in the doctor's lab this is you're on gray joy and he's got paul the little boy and he comes in and his face is all fucked up. You don't really see it though because his hands on mm-hmm. it, and he's just like grabbing for the syringes and stabs himself twice mm-hmm. with these syringes. And the doctor's like, "No, we've never tested it on a live patient. I know. What are you doing?" And then he sort of reveals yeah. that his face—he looks like Red Skull. I don't know how else to say it. How bad the scientist is because they've killed hundreds of people testing it, yeah. and they've never once tested on a live one of them. Yeah. Are you saying he was a bad Nazi for only trying it on dead people? I, well, he killed them first and then tried it. Just saying, it's bad sign. Like, where's the control variable here? Yeah. <laughs> HIPAA. Yeah, I like that. That's your problem. <laughs> he reveals. Dance, Mikey. He's not even a good Nazi scientist. No, we would not have picked him up in Operation Paperclip. Nerds! <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Did you get that joke? Yeah. Nice! <laughs> That's how we got to the moon. So now he reveals himself to be an evil face monster yeah. with half of his face all bloody, and he's like a super evil... Do you know Red Skull? No. It's from Captain America, but he oh. looks like that because his face is sort of just like skull and red, so, mm-hmm. and it sort of just looks like that because his fucking face is blown off, and you see his teeth and stuff. It's... He's just smiling his little evil grin. Oh, yeah. And so, this is when I decide that I love this Yeah, movie. you said that during I the movie. Did. I don't understand why that made you love the I movie. I don't know. It's just so cool and awesome and scary, but also like fun and the stakes <laughs> are real low for me and I just love it. Yeah, I mean, he only has Chloe's brother and probably is going to kill him and but is I've now a super soldier. Yeah, well, super low stakes, just guys. Like one French kid. Yeah, they're Look, making a thousand year Reich army. Yeah, it's super low stakes, guys. It just works for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't explain it. Well, I, I, I do understand. I do understand because when I read the book of this, like that part really hit home with me. And you know what? I have been to Normandy. So I that's think what it that's is. why. That's what it is, man. She's been there. I have. 
She stood at that church. She gets it. I did, man. And that's why I love this evil Nazi evilness. I don't love the Nazis. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. I love follow-up questions. <laughs> yeah, so first off. But there's no nuance. There's no, like, we're not going to redeem this guy's character. Like, he no, is just this is fucking evil. Video a game. Nazi. This is a video yeah. game yes. evil bad guy. Absolutely. Exactly. That's why it feels like Wolfenstein to me. And honestly, mm. if he had come out as Mecha Hitler, I would have been like, I get this. He basically yeah. does. because I he, know. He, his mouth starts healing a little bit. Ugh, yeah. Oh, and I love this part, too, because now their plan is to lure the terrible backup soldiers away. Jen is so excited right now. Dude, I fucking <laughs> love this movie so much. Here's the plan. So they're going to lure this evil sidecar monster guy away. He's he a monster was like the in second in command to the main yes, Nazi guy, yeah. though. He's a bad dude. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. terrible. And so he's got this sidecar. <laughs> and we kept singing, get out of get my sidecar. Get out side- of my dreams. sidecar. Yeah. Well, I love this part. She's like, well, hey, and then like runs and then he takes the motorcycle. Hey, girl, hey. I think this was one of the best filmed scenes of the movie was this uh-huh. motorcycle Oh, the chase. sequence where mm-hmm. the, he's chasing her down with that motorcycle. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It's nice. Yeah, I really Dude, the it. one shot where it like tracks her yes. and like mm-hmm. the motorcycle are all in the same shot. It was, it was done I very well. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And while we're st- talking about that, I don't think there's really anything in this movie that looks bad. There's Agreed. stuff that's Hardcore gross, agree. but it is really well made, I yeah. think. So anyway, he does chase her down. He jumps mm-hmm. on her. Looks like he's about to get a little molesty. No, he is already on top of her. Well, I mean, but he's like molesty. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. More molesty looking because he's like, yeah. yeah. He definitely could have done more than he did. If he had had time, he would. Yeah, but she knows he doesn't, so she smiles, and then you see the gun in the back of his head. Mm -hmm. I love the next scene, because you see him on the motorcycle from pretty far away, and I was Mm -hmm. like, did they just let him go? What are they doing? That was dumb. Yeah, you guys were like, another guy they didn't execute. I know. No, no, no. They have a plan. Yeah, and they do, and you actually said that. I was like, okay, okay, I'll watch. Okay, so executing the guy in the attic is not okay, but this plan is okay? They They should have done this with the guy in the attic but yeah i mean whatever so he pulls up to the base like the entrance they let him in because he's you know one of them Mm -hmm. and then he's got tape over his mouth and a sidecar full of bombs and he's like got his hands tied to the handlebars Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and people come over like what what are you what are you saying he's like no don't touch me don't touch me because they're trying to rip the tape off no he can't he's got tape on him so they're trying to pull the tape off and he's like turning his head back and forth and they eventually do and you hear the click of a grenade pin getting pulled out it's mm-hmm. on the tape, which yeah. I think is a cool shot. You mm-hmm. see the grenade in his mouth, and then they move like a blanket, and under the blanket in the sidecar is like three sticks of C4. Like all the fireworks. Oh, it's left so over. great. And then it blows up and kills all of them. Or yeah. it doesn't but kill it all kills of them. Well, of them. It explodes a bunch of stuff in the beginning, and then that's when Rosenfeld and Tibbetts just start unloading on everybody else and, because they are covering yeah. from the, from above. And, and cool Tibbetts is like a Nazi alarm goes yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Tibbetts is like the, the sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. He's like a sniper. He's got a scope on his gun. He's like tagging people from afar. Yeah. And Rosenfeld, he's got like a BAR rifle, which is like an oh, automatic he's rifle. He's got a machine gun. It is. It's mounted. Uh, yeah, it is. It's got, they got a little tripod on it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like mowing them down as they come out mm-hmm. of the um, the base. And somebody grabs a handgun and is very That's Tibbetts. Too. Yeah, yeah. Because Tibbetts' gun runs out of bullets and he, so, so does Rosenfeld. So he just mm-hmm. starts taking them out with a pistol from yeah. like really far away. And let's say this now because 
because there we're about to get into a section where a lot of things go back and forth. Yeah. But Rosenfeld and Tibbetts for the rest of the movie until it's resolved are just having it like having this major gunfight outside. Yeah, let's just, yeah. Let's just the Nazis chase the him back to town and they they, yeah. they barely get away, but it's like a thing. They'll but they like people. hold their own and they are awesome yeah. and they really help out by and, keeping the people off the trail. Yeah, but like sake, for the sake of the conversation, like right. that's happening and they keep cutting back between that and what's happening in the bunker right. or in the church and we'll just talk about them in sections. So they're outside yeah. fighting. Yeah, their plan then, was to lure all the Nazis out of the base. Yeah, and right. they do. All right, but so now they're inside the radio tower and Ford stabs the radio guy in the throat. Oh. Chloe has already run off to try to get the brother. Yeah, because when they first walk in, they're like, hey, we're going to go to the radio tower first, bomb mm-hmm. it up, you know, you know, put the timer on it or whatever, and yeah. then we'll try and find your brother. And she's like, no, I don't have time for that. I'm going now. Yeah. So she goes off by herself. Mm-hmm. And Ford is setting all this stuff, and he's like, you got 18 minutes. If go you're set not up out the 18 lab. minutes, you're dead. Exactly. Yeah. So let's go back to Chloe, because Chloe sees two guys in the hall, and she's like, where the fuck is like my brother? Man, I love this. Dude, Yeah, it's too. like a ticking clock, Mikey. It's no, like it a ticking is. clock. Ticking, ticking, ticking bombs. Dude. They have Literal introduced ticking a ticking time <laughs> bombs. bomb. All the ticking time bombs. A ticking clock. But it is very much like a ticking clock you stick in like an oven turkey and yeah the, yeah and yeah. the temperature like yeah. they, we're taking the temperature of the situation too. Right. it's high yeah team yeah. chair <laughs> high is not a temperature <laughs> team chair <laughs> anyway so chloe rolls up on these two dudes and mm-hmm. has them at gunpoint and yeah. she's like where's my brother and one of them's like how would i know so she just, kids all day, lady. Right. i'm so busy which one was your brother <laughs> and she just shoots that dude in the face and the guy's like i could take you to him right. <laughs> but he doesn't take no, her to the brother honestly if you don't know where her brother is, you're going right. to try and be as helpful as possible exactly. or pull a fast one, which or she tries to do. take him to Torso Man. So anyway, the Nazi does try and pull a fast one. It takes her to like where the prison cells are, I guess. Yeah, where all holes. the glory holes yeah. were. I'm sorry, where all the peepholes were. I think he said it right the he first said, time. He said, hey, <laughs> come in my hole. No, oh, no. Mikey, no. Don't well, ever say so that And so she looks again. and she's like, he's in there. And there's just like a torso laying on the it's floor. It's so dark though, she yeah. can't see it. So she has to like do this dance around him while she's holding the gun on him. And she gets close to the door and it's just a torso. So she sort of gets out. How does she get away in that situation? Voice. That's right. he's about to shoot her that's in right, voice like she's, butts him with his gun. That's yeah. right. He falls to the ground. They run off. And then mm-hmm. torso man grabs him and pulls him in. In there, yeah, it's real gross. The, grabs the Nazi guy and pulls yes. him in. Sorry, right. yeah, yeah, to be clear, yeah. turns out the torso had his arms and legs and head. Yeah, well, the yeah. whole time, the whole time. Yeah, well, we, two legs and one arm. And maybe that torso is just the torso of somebody that that dude had already eaten. It could be. Yeah, yeah. We just called him Torso Man for the rest of his short. Life. Even though he had every appendage except for except one. For he had one and a half arms. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it was weird because the bone was sticking out of the other arm so it was mm. like a stabbing implement which comes in later yeah. because he, he's the one that's chasing her down. Oh, this yeah. is a video game. It's yeah. A, yes. 100%. It, it reminded me a little bit of Resident Evil and I haven't played this Wolfenstein thing so... Oh That's my, my gosh. gosh. It you is say like, it like it was like behind Doom, it's like the most influential the, first person shooter. Great. There is no <laughs> Jen's like, yeah, but I'm not a fucking boy or whatever. <laughs> She's like, I'm married. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a life always. So Aww. well, I had sex, so. Well, that's 
painful. Fair. All right. <laughs> All right. So now boys and Chloe are in the lab and they find Paul and they save him. So yes. Chloe's carrying him out and getting him down into that sewer tunnel that we saw Rosenfeld and boys get to earlier. Oh my God. Stick Paul in there. I love this scene. It's amazing. Torso man interrupts their escape. Yeah. Cause he jerks Chloe's arm back. But and Paul does get in there. Yeah. 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 He yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Paul but, the brother. Yeah. And he's waiting for Chloe and he just like is screaming at this <laughs> torso so man, no, no. the torso man takes his sister, and instead of like helping, he just goes. Ah, and he she just tells runs him to. Off. That's yeah. not necessarily unfair. Or that's not necessarily also, fair. he's like six. Yeah, no, I don't think she told him to. No, she did. She, she did. gets thrown all the way to the other wall by torso man because he's got super strength, and she goes, "Paul, run!" And he's yeah. like, "You didn't have to tell me. Yeah, I am already, already gone." Halfway down yeah, the tunnel, you just see puddles steps as he's running down the. I've never seen a kid run that fast. Yeah, he pumped up his knife. He's like, he doesn't stop running until he runs it to the other people back at his house. We'll get to that. Chloe starts shooting at Torso mm. Man, who's not torsoed. No, but he's, that's what we call him. Yeah, but he, and he's trying to like attack her and hold yeah. her and stab her with his bone arm. And this is when he like punches the whatever it is with right his, next to her. With his bone. Yeah, his stump. Yeah. With his yeah. bone. And so she shoots him under the Three chin like times. Yeah, dude. Cause right she in the head. Is mm-hmm. Fucking badass. But she doesn't her. leave. She should have gone the same way Paul mm-hmm. did, but instead she sort of like ambles Tip off down the hallway. Yeah. And they end up back into the tunnel but it yes. turns out okay because she's in this car tunnel and then she finds the flamethrower yeah she finds the flamethrowers and he runs out mm. and she flames him down and mm. then she drops the flamethrower and leaves I, I would have kept that yeah forever yes flamethrowers yeah. flame are awesome are so cool they're awesome All right, so she, now run, she starts to, running back to the town yeah. so let's go back to what's Boys. happening in the church everybody's putting bombs everywhere in the thing yeah, yeah. so Ford has put them up in the radio tower control yeah. room yeah. yeah in the control room and Boyce is putting them all around the lab yeah. on the sacks Yes, but ne- mm. on the on the beams around the sacks. Yeah, I, look, the beams need attention, not just the sacks. Yeah, yeah. Listen, don't ignore the sacks, but you got to actually focus on the, the beams, beams if you want anything magical to happen. Yeah, magical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, we listeners. are insanely I'm gross sorry. it's late guys it's late it is, yeah. shit yeah. happens weird shit happens late morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> horror virgin after dark <laughs> so Ford is putting all the bombs around and now yeah. evil Nazi face monster is right behind him and grabs him and crushes the timer to the bomb and now um, evil Nazi doctor is behind Boyce and this is when Boyce realizes he's had a knife on him this whole time oh my god that's not the knife he uses though he no. doesn't use his knife he uses and you said you started singing the itsy bitsy doctor for some reason <laughs> well, because he was like the doctor's like creeping up behind <laughs> him <laughs> and he's like a doctor he's like a nerd like there's no way he's gonna actually be able to kill this guy so if i was that doctor i would have shot him immediately there's right. no reason to keep him alive at all but because he's dumb he keeps Boyce alive and mm-hmm. Boyce and him struggle and yeah. then a scalpel falls to the ground uh, and yeah. Boyce learns the magic of using knives yeah. He's a sharp object. Yeah, he overcomes his fear of knife. Meanwhile, Face Monster is thanking Ford for making him the man that he's oh now become. Oh my God, I thought that was so insane. Yeah, dude, he's nuts. So let's go back to Tibbetts and Rosenfeld for just a minute because this is when they are having their shootout yeah. and Paul starts running Paul through. has force gumped it from the Nazi dude, compound. Yeah. 
to the two soldiers. And he just runs and he ends up standing like right in the middle of this gunfight. And so Tibbets, whose heart has grown three sizes over the course of this movie and he's learned to love other people, he's got to go, go save this kid. And so Rosenfeld's covering him. Chloe shows up with a machine gun and they all just start shooting. Tibbets grabs the kid, makes a few wisecracks along the way yeah. and then picks him back up. But right before he's about to set him down, he gets shot in the Here's back. where oh. Tibbets made a mistake. He hands him to Rosenfeld. He should have just dove over the wall. Yeah, with him. right. Yeah, I mean, you might have hurt the kid a little bit, but we're talking like a scraped knee kind of hurt, well, right? Like right. twenty people have just tried to shoot this kid. So let's see what the real not danger just people, is. Nazis, exactly. Yeah, honestly, I thought Tibbets was going to die. Yeah, I thought he shot died. real bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we're back to Face Monster, and he pulls Ford up and just like Texas Chainsaw Massacre puts him on oh, this hook. Shit, I hated oh. this. Yeah, he hangs him from a hook like a meat locker. It was mm-hmm. so gross, but from his front. Yeah. Like, like under, right his, under his rib cage. Oh, like right under his sternum. Oh. And it's like the turnabout scene because oh. or like revenge from when he was beating the shit out he of him. He even says the same things oh, to yeah. Ford that Ford said to him when he was beating his ass. Yeah. In the compound. Yeah. Me. It's, it's rough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he says there's power under this tower and the French were too weak to refine it. Yeah, it did rhyme. I yeah. Know. Tower of power, baby. That's a pretty good band. Check them out. But he's saying we've harnessed this power because we're evil. Yeah, he explains that they are putting the tar through French people and then like their bodies are refining it so they're killing French people to they get it. They sort of blah blah through it. Exactly. That's fine. And I didn't I'm okay it. with it. Why yeah, people died for them to make the syrup? Yeah. I didn't even realize it was tar the first two times I watched this movie. It was so. just something exactly. and it made them It doesn't matter. It's monster meth. Like It's right. 1000% monster meth. He did the meth. <laughs> he, he did, did the, the monster, monster meth. meth. The monster meth. So um, now Boyce shows up and shoots him a bunch of times but he doesn't die because he's, yeah, all he's all syringed out. Yeah. And and he just Boyd stares at him and roars. Should have shot him earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh. Finally, huh. yeah. Wish I had shot him before he messed up. <laughs> and so now he But that starts- does give Ford the chance to pull himself oh. off of the meat hook. Yeah. Right. And he's like maybe three feet off the ground. Like his feet are three feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. So he has to lift his entire body weight while a hook is in his sternum and then oh. fall to the ground. Here's, and he I, doesn't make it the first time. Either. No, I don't oh. like this. But so face monster Nazi has thrown Boyce through a window and this is what gives Ford the window to do this because face monster Nazi is now in another room trying to drown Boyce in yeah. like a puddle full of water and body. It's like, a, it's like yeah. a big ass tub. I don't yeah. really know what it's for. It. But yeah. yeah. Really and, nasty I think there's water. a few dead body yeah mm-hmm. and he's talking about like oh i'll say i'll make sure chloe knows that you're dead and just being a dick i'll, I'll tell chloe hello for you or mm-hmm. goodbye for you or something like that guys this guy is an asshole yeah he's a nazi i don't think you have to say he's a <laughs> he's the he's worst a nazi <laughs> So Nazi monster is drowning voice and Ford just stabs him from behind Holy with this gigantic shit. pole. Oh yeah, he gets him from behind with his gigantic <laughs> pole. And oh my God, it's just fucking amazing. It is pretty amazing how big that thing is. You're right. And it just comes right out. It does come right out. <laughs> he's, anyway, he's definitely Kurt Russell's son. I feel like you're stepping on my awesomeness, but I'll allow it because I mean, I'm inviting it. But anyway, so he stabs He was him. not inviting it. Like through his chest. Yeah. Oh, and then he turns around and he just roars at him and he just like pushes it through with his all gross red face grinning the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It is just, I just he was love it. it. No, I agree. It was a really cool scene. Uh, Who doesn't want to see a Nazi super soldier versus an American super soldier? It's right? cool. It is. It, I just love it so much. This is the point in the movie where I was like, 
fuck, this movie is amazing. So he pulls this thing out, and so they're fighting again, and he's at, and he says a couple of things that are a little cheesy. He's like, how does the blood of eternity feel? And they monster fight all uh, over the yeah. place. Part the monster of, fighting was cool. Some oh, of the dialogue yeah. was not cool. Part of Nazi yeah. boot camp is like really cheesy, like evil lines. Oh, yeah. That's, That's definitely true. like week two of Nazi yeah. boot camp. Yeah. It's like before the physical. It is. Know. Week one is all how to tuck your pants into your boots. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Week two is shitty pun humor. There's boot yeah. clicking as week three. That's true. That is true. Yeah, it's it's very intensive. All right. So now Boyce remembers that he saw Jaws and scoots an oxygen tank over by evil Nazi monster. Yeah. And they kind of have a look. They're like, you, no, it's do you a, remember that scene from Jaws? Yeah, I got it. Ford, too. Ford do it. scoots the oxygen tank. I don't remember. They oh, have. I said that too. I was like, yeah. they're going to kill him like Jaws? Yeah, yeah. yeah. smiles, rolls it over, and he, and he like he smiles says, at the Nazi. And the Nazi smile, like, you son of a bitch. I think he's just a little upset because the Nazi guy is, can't smile. He doesn't have the other half right. of his cheek. That's why his one-liners are so bad because it's very tongue-in-cheek humor. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I Less get it. offensive, I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm into it. But so anyways, he says, smile, you son of a bitch, and he blows him. He shoots well, the oxygen tank and blows him it's up. A, it's a team up. And everything blows up, and all of a boy is hearing is now destroyed. Yeah, there's no way he can hear anything the rest of this movie. And so evil Nazi man has now fallen into this tar well of evilness. Mm -hmm. And so Boyce is like, okay, now we can escape. And Ford's like, yeah, okay, here we go. And tricks Boyce into walking out the gate and then locks it and throws the key away and has the scene from Armageddon where he's like, you gotta go on. I was never gonna get out of here. I actually like the scene because Ford's like... I do too. No one can know about this, uh-huh. yeah. especially the Americans. Yeah, our Not, side shouldn't have it either. Yeah. We got to blow it all up. I got to go with them. Right. Yep. And I made that Armageddon joke, but I do really like it. And this. then Boyd's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> unlock the game. I can't yeah. hear you. What are you saying? It's blowing up too much. Right. Um, <laughs> My eardrums are shot. Also, Ford has already injected himself with the shit, so he knows nothing good is going to happen from here on out. Well, yeah, and he knows if the Americans get him, he's just going to be an experiment anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and then uh, during the fight, blown up face guy, he uh, he like unlocks the other Nazis who are yeah. Yes. The, the the serum does work. They are super soldiers. Yeah. They're not mm-hmm. na- nasty monster- monsters. They are real bad. And right. they're all starting to come out. Okay, so now Ford's plan is to light the C four himself and just wait for it to blow up because um, evil Nazi guy crushed the timer, the right. oven and, timer. And there, uh, if you remember from the sack and pole conversation we had before, <laughs> there there is there is dynamite or C four all around the basement yes. here. Or all around the lab here. It's no magic. spots have been left behind. Oh, yeah. They have paid attention to every pleasure zone in this mm-hmm. lab, right? Seven, all the seven. sensitive areas oh, have yeah. been bombed. Absolutely. So he's holding this C4, knowing that when that one in his hand goes off, the rest of the uh, building's going to go off. It's going to be a chain reaction. Right. So as, as it is, <laughs> as Red Skull Nazi zombie guy is coming up out of the tar well, and the other zombie soldiers are coming out because he released them earlier. That's when the bomb goes off, killing Ford and everyone else in the basement. But and blowing you, up the building and everything. Right, yeah, really, it does. And collapses. this is when it's mainly just Boyce trying to get out of the building. Right, and it's yeah. awesome. Everything is blowing up, and like you said, Boyce is running out. And I love this because it's just him running away from explosions, and I yeah. think explosions it are really cool. It is so cool. Mm-hmm. When, especially when he gets out and runs through the gate, and you see the tower where the radio mm-hmm. station was blowing up, and it's yeah. just like crumbling behind him and he's just running out and then this the, it was uh, like the wave of rubble yeah the wave of rubble kind of catches up with him and it's 
awesome. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's a, a, and we know they're successful. It sort of fades from that to them. Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming a day or two after D-Day where... Well, now we're hearing the radio announcer yeah. talking about what D-Day is. And right. Explaining what's going on. And Tibbetts is getting healed up. He's mm-hmm. got like a gauze around his chest where he got shot. And yeah. The boys there playing with the yeah. baseball. Paul. And Paul stands up and says, it's boys, it's boys. But he says it in French. But so yeah. Boyce is walking back and he's just all like dusty and kind of shaken. And everybody just kind of stands up and stares at him and I was kind of waiting for them to give him a high five or a hug or something. Right. But they don't. And I mean, I guess. Well, they're like, is Ford alive? He's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But he does say Ford's dead. Yeah. And so the next thing we see is him talking to a superior officer and it's a a little further down the road because they're just kind of at a a setup tent. Yeah. They're getting reassigned to Charlie Company. he's reporting in what happened. He's like, oh, so you guys blew up the radio tower. Mm -hmm. We heard a rumor there was a lab in the basement, anything like that. He's like, no. No, I didn't see anything like that. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now they're back in the bunks, and I think Chloe is like helping. She's kind of tending to somebody's wound, so it's implied that she would kind of become a part of like the nurse army or whatever. Nurse army, that's what it's nurse called. Nurse army. Actually, there were waves, and my grandmother was a wave in World War II. So it's implied that she's going to kind of join the cause. I felt right. bad because Tim is like, are they going to send us home? I got shot through the chest. Exactly. And they're like, no, you're being reassigned to C Company or Charlie Company. We got a job to do. Yeah. Bum, 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 fucking loved it. I yeah. don't know if it was clear from the last hour. Yeah, I, I don't know that you, that's surprising to hear you say that after what you've been saying the whole I time. Know. But yeah, I'm surprised. But no, no, I mean, I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. I Again, I said this before, but I don't know if I'd watch it again without like a friend being like, hey, let's get people over here, watch this movie and have a good time. Yeah. Like I'd watch it in that situation. I would not watch it by myself, but it's good. I think everyone should watch it. I think so And too. I do think it's a good movie for like, if you have a horror version in your life that likes World War II, mm-hmm. explain to them that there are going to be some scary moments. And but, some gross stuff. Yeah, but it's good. And man, the body horror really was worse for me than the jump scares, yeah. which is uncommon. Normally it's the jump scares that get me, but the body horror in this really got me. But there's really not that much of the body horror. Like if you look at the percentage of the movie, it's not a tide save. It's maybe a quarter of looking at really gross body stuff. Yeah, and I know? would say for a World War II film, it's probably got less body horror than a lot of World War II uh-huh. films. Yeah, I agree with that. I liked it too. I, I I haven't seen it since theaters. I think it holds up. I think it's well made. I mm-hmm. I, I really like it. It's I a want good, more people to see this. I think it's more action adventure than horror. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely has horror elements. Oh, it definitely. But yeah, there's a lot of action. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of why I like it so much. Because yeah. I, re- I like action movies a lot. Strong female character in it. Flamethrowers. Awesome. Checked all the boxes for Jen. Dude. It checked all two boxes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's amazing. Mm. All right, all can right. we talk box office? Yep. Awesome. So production budget of this was $38 million. I was good for $38 million. It Man, that's a big budget for a movie like this, yeah. and it looks great. I'm not saying- I thought it was more budget than that. I did, too. They made good use of a $38 million budget, yeah. but it's still a pretty big budget movie. It domestically only brought in $21 million. Yeah, so not great. It did bring in $19 million. Almost twenty million domestic. So total, it made forty one million. Yeah, so it made its money back. I don't barely. Know, and if you account for advertising yeah, budget, it probably didn't. But yeah. it's probably going to do well in video on demand. It'll so probably too. eventually make its money back, but probably not quick enough for them to greenlight a sequel. It was sequel. a big advertising push too at the time. Yeah, I don't really 
really care about a sequel for this though. You know, like I don't sure. really want one. If they made you know? one, I bet we'd do it and I oh, bet you'd I love would, it. But yo, I don't like think what, Vietnam. <laughs> no, I mean you could they, the war was just starting for the Americans at this point. It so it would have yeah. been a cool series of films of like horror elements in World War Two. Or they like yeah, they figure out like kind of thing. Here's my first thirty pages. They figure out that there was a lab down there, but everything's like laid to waste. But because they know that there's that lab down there and that Boyce and his team pulled it off, like killed everybody and was able to take out the lab, they become the occult killers. Because the Nazis were super into the occult, right? I'll give you So a- they go around from like occult thing to occult thing taking care of it. I think it should have done better, to be honest with you. I think it's a really good movie. I do too. Yeah. I- do you have some Jen's fun facts? I do have some Jen's fun facts. Um, there's a plaque in the lab, and I don't know if you guys caught this, but it says Al Pascal Moreau. I did not That's see that. That's the name of the lab, and that's after Al is a reference to Albert Einstein. Pascal is Blaise Pascal, who invented the syringe. And so the Moreau is from the island of Dr. Moreau, right. which is a short story. It's a Val is, Kilmer movie, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. So part of the reason. So remember when I said the kid did a great job acting and his expressions are really good. He is really good. He is. And they all are. I think the acting yeah, in this is me too. great. Especially it's a fun with all fact, the- like he didn't know he was in a movie. He's like, my town is occupied. No, the fun fact is that the majority of this or as much as possible was practical effects. Oh, that does not surprise me. Yeah. It looks like it. It yeah. really does. And part, part of the reason they did that is because they wanted the actors to have the best, the most authentic reactions they could. So in the opening sequence, a lot of these were stuntmen and they actually set part of the plane on fire and tilted it and just sent these stuntmen through the part of the plane oh, that was Jesus. on fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next snapping scene Ugh. is a mix of puppetry and animatronics. So as Very much cool. as possible of that is... Um, I'm a little surprised that that was practical because it looks real good. It really I mean, does. I hated it. I was about to throw up the entire time, but mm. it looks very effective. But that tells you that it's effective. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, right. it, I hate it. <laughs> but. And um, so Evil Face Monster had to spend five hours in a makeup chair every day to Jeez. get that makeup Yuck. put on. And they could have just done CGI to his face, but they didn't because they were like... When well, they you're, did some CGI to his they face. They did some, but as much as possible, they didn't because they were like, when you're acting against somebody with just dots on their face you're not gonna you're not gonna be as authentic in your reaction so yeah so i really appreciated that they did so much practical effects and i think that's a big part of why the movie is so effective yeah okay so now i've got a couple of facts about operation overlord and you guys actually might know more about this oh, too. Yeah, a little bit welcome back to todd and mikey explained welcome back history. to todd and mikey explained history all right so operation overlord was the code name for the battle of normandy which is what is commonly called d-day yep. And it launched the successful invasion of German-occupied Western Europe. Mm -hmm. It happened on June 6th, 1944, and it was the largest seaborne assault in history. I'm a little confused about this, so you guys can maybe help me, but what part of it is Operation Neptune? I believe that is the air air one. Well, I think Overlord was the air and Neptune was the sea. That would make sense because Neptune is the god of the sea. Right. And I'm not exactly sure if that's what their names were, but that was part of Overlord and Neptune kind of 
came together for the Battle of Normandy. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's where the title of the movie comes from. All right. And those are my fun facts. Nice. Thank you yeah. for your fun facts, Jen. And yeah, with the newer releases, ones, especially when they're kind of smaller, there's just not that many. Sucks that this is smaller, man. It was a good movie. Dude. Yes. Hey, guys, watch this movie. Tell yeah. your friends. Make your friends watch this movie. Well, I'll sacrifice a couple of fun facts for a fun movie. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Jen, let's do the scary scale biz. Well, hey, listeners. <laughs> Our scary scale is a scale we used to rank how scared we were when we watched the movie. It's not a ranking of the quality of the movie. It's how scared we were tonight when we watched it. Our one example is Ghostbusters. Our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right, Todd. I'm going to give it a five. All right. It was pretty scary for me. Mm -hmm. Body Uh, horror more? Yeah, I was surprised by that, to be honest with you, because normally it's scary, like jump scares that get me. And it did have some jump scares. Mm -hmm. It just had a lot more body horror. Yeah, you almost threw up. Yeah, Yeah. I really did. And so five. Thank you for not. Mikey, I give it like a two. Yeah, it's your second yeah. time seeing it. Like yeah. it's yeah, it's different the second time. I get that. Yeah, I didn't think it was super scary the first time. Like I said, it was. I like the movie. Let me don't get drawn. I just don't think it was scary because it was more video gamey than mm. horror for me. I think I'm gonna give it a three. The attic scene totally fucked me up. The scene at the beginning was so tense. Like I feel yeah. like there are non horror elements of this where it's like the horrors of war that are really frightening too. So it's not as much scary as it's just really tense. There's a sexual assault scene that is really tense too. So yes. I think now I'm talking myself into a four. I'm going to give it a four. Do it. I, I think it's one that people it. should see. Mm-hmm. And I never <laughs> feel that way about these movies that yeah. we watch. I did have another fun fact. Oh yeah? Is right. that okay? Hit us with that fun yeah. fact. Okay. So I want to talk about the um, influences from the director and the director is Julius Avery and he was talking about some of the influences for this movie and one was Alien. So one was Alien and the other one he talked about specifically was the thing that does not surprise me yes. at all. the head a- throwback scene was like a rip oh yeah, yeah. Homage homage. To it. yeah yeah if you had told me that the guy who did the special effects for the thing was the same guy who did the special effects for this i would i'd be like 100 percent. i get that that yeah. looks like that so yeah i'm not at all surprised that that was one of the influences for well it. and it's awesome too because one of the stars is kurt russell's son from yeah. the thing so yeah it's- so this week you guys made me watch overlord what are you guys making me watch next week well todd we're not making you watch anything next, next week. week you off. don't get a week off. Oh. You know? The listeners are making you watch oh, something. Listener request. It's our listener request. Yes, and this month our theme is school horror. It's back to school time, our listener request this month, and you guys picked Jennifer's Body. Nice. Woo. I know, I'm excited about nice. this. Is- Jen, how do you feel about this one? Because I know you have a firm don't make a tape stance. I do. Yeah. I'll allow this one though because this is a film. Oh. <laughs> oh, so it's okay. Oh, now loophole. I get it, Mikey. Yeah. Now I get it, Mikey. So don't make a tape. Be classy. Yeah. Make a film. Also written and directed by a woman. So. Hey, she wants to hold the camera. That's fine. I'm I'm okay with Jen is very upset with me right now, Mikey. I don't I don't think this episode's gonna go well. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, watch Jennifer's body before next week. Yeah, it's a movie. It's a film, <laughs> Jen. It's oh, a pardon film. me, I'm sorry. All right, so we're gonna read another five star review, and by we I mean Mikey. Uh oh. Now Mikey. I'm the best Uh-oh, reader. Here we go. <laughs> I want you to read this one. I like how you get all comfy cozy on the couch yeah. to curl up and read. <laughs> It's MBB0711 says He didn't even try and read it This is the single best podcast Ladies exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point I think that is Ladies I'll be the judge of that I'm reading Oh my bad The hosts sound like they're having a blast Talking about horror movies every episode Some of you guys are They give plenty of details And fun facts About each film the guests on the show are always informative. Aww. 
And it is clearly that they loves the horror genre. And it's clear they love the horror genre. <laughs> except Todd. Except Todd. Aww. Yeah. Thanks for a hilariously <laughs> spooky show. Five stars. Thank you, Moises at 711. It's MBB0711. How do you pronounce that? Well, I mean, I can't extrapolate what their name is. It's Martin Van Buren. Martin Van Buren. 0711, yeah. <laughs> Former president, Martin Van Buren. I prefer reviews from people with names I can pronounce. I, mean, I just like reviews. Yeah. And guys, if you want your five-star reviewed and then shamed by Mikey, <laughs> exactly. leave us a five-star review and write something so we have something to oh, read. In the accent. I'll do the accent. Oh, yes. If you oh, include yeah. the accent, Mikey has pledged to read it in accents. And it's not just <laughs> Wait like... Wait for that binary. <laughs> it's not just accents. You could say robot. You could say anything. Dinosaur? Yes. yes. Oh. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to do the voice work. I, I believe you are. All right, guys. We are a member of the Modern Horrors Podcast Network, so if you're following us in that feed, switch over to our feed because then you get the show two days earlier on Monday instead of Wednesday. But if you are listening to the Modern Horrors feed, you're, of course, getting their podcast, Death, Dying, and Other Things, and The Lovely Final Girls. Hey. Yeah. Make sure you're going to our website at horrorvirgin.com for the amazing blog that Jen writes. And you can also link over to our merch store. And they have like a sale pretty much every month. So if you're getting merch from our store and it's not on sale... Wait a day. Yeah. See what or happens. Or buy it at full price. Yeah. I mean, we don't make any money. Nah, we don't. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Um, we just want it out. Like, yeah, we just absolutely. want you to have it. Yeah, we could have cool. marked we it up cool. and made some money on it, but we just wanted to get out there. So yeah. that's more Why important to us. One million dollars. Uh, uh, all uh. we got to do is sell one. <laughs> I'm down with that. And we oh, all have no. tattoos. If you want to follow Jen on the socials, That's she's me. at Jen Ferratu. Mikey is M Randolph 24. And I am at Todd J. Awesome. Of course, you can follow the show at Horror Virgin. If you want to help financially support the show, please do help us get better mics and equipment to give you guys better sound. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash horror virgin. Got a lot of great levels there. A lot of great new patrons this month. Thank yes. you guys so much for We're joining so the Patreon squad. But if you can't afford to help financially support us, that's fine. Just keep doing what you're doing. And that is mm-hmm. telling your friends and family about the show. Yeah, yeah. Share it on the social media. Absolutely. Or just tell your coworkers, friends and family about it face to face. No joke. Last <laughs> month was our highest listens to month on record and we've that's been at the end of just month after month after month of that and that does not happen without you guys telling people about the show because we don't have money for a marketing budget or anything so huge huge thank you for telling your friends and family about the show really seriously that'll be the end of the things we're talking about yep this is the end guys we're not doing that (laughs) (laughs) it's like midnight it is like I'm midnight. So it's 12.01, I know. It isn't just like midnight. It, it is, is midnight. midnight. Yeah. yeah, it was midnight a minute ago. Now yeah. it's even more midnight. So that's going to be it for us tonight. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for yes. Overlord. Yes. Watch this movie and tell everyone you know to Please watch do. this it's movie. It's quite good. It's, oh, I love well, we it. appreciate you joining us. That's going to be it. What I'm home. Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin Todd, guys. <laughs> That'll be every for us. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye, nerds. Can we talk in a German accent? Get to the job. I want to go to bed. My tummy hurts. Oh, yeah, geez. you have taken some wicked number sixes yeah. in Jen's bathroom. No, it's like, there's know. not a lot coming out. It just hurts. I kind of don't want to go down there. Honestly, not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> oh, Mikey, shower first, you uh. monster. <laughs> My eyes Wash are your hands. Time. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Oh, wait, is this still <laughs> the thing? Oh, yeah. God dang it.